Welcome to the Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Podcast with Bishop K.B. Ransford. Now let's go to 2 Kings 1. 2 Kings 1, 2 to 3. Verse 2. King Ahaziah of Israel fell off the balcony on the roof of his palace in Samaria and was seriously injured. So he sent some messengers to consult. He sent some messengers to consult who? Zebub. The flying lord in the Hebrew translation. Hallelujah. So he sent some messengers to consult Balzebub, the god of the Philistines. The god of the Philistines in the city of Ekron. Can you see that it was God because they were talking about one day. But when Goliath, he said gods. It was not only Balzebub. Show Jesus. Why? So he sent some messengers to consult Balzebub the god of the Philistine city of Ekron, in order to find out whether or not he would recover. Good, three. Verse three. But an angel of the Lord commanded Elijah, the prophet of Tishbe, to go and meet the messengers of King Ahaziah and ask them, why are you going to consult? Why are you going to consult Basibol, the flying lord? Uh-huh. Why are you going to consult Balzebub, the god of Ekron? The god of Ekron. And I'll let you understand the dynamics of Ekron. Why? Why are you going to consult Balzebub, the god of Ekron? Is it because you think there is no god in Israel? One of the things you need to understand, the god that the Philistines are worshipping, there is a god in Israel that is more powerful than that god of the Philistines. Are you hearing me, church? That is when we get to the attack and the approach. David said, I come upon you in the name of the God of Israel. Your God have a station. Shout Jesus. He has a station. Why don't you clap for Jesus? You are the same second Kings 116. That's why. Verse 16. And said to him, this is what the Lord says. Because you send messengers to consult Balzebub, the god of Ekron, as if there were no god in Israel to consult, you will not get well. You will die. In other words, I want you to understand. If this same Balzebub is the background of Goliath, who wants to fight David? Then, to the information of your Goliath, they are already dead in the name of Jesus. Because those gods have no power, they have no strength to fight the God of Israel. Are you guys in the point? You see the downfall of possible. He said, if it's possible that you are going to consult, then you will die. And the king died. So Basibob could not save him. So Basibob cannot save Goliath. Why don't you clap for the Lamb of God? Now check something here. Let's go to Mark. Mark 3, 22. Verse 22. Some teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem were saying, He has Belzebub in him. It is the chief of the demons who gives him the power to drive them. Is there what? Some pictures of the law, not the pictures of the spirit. 
We are looking for teachers of the spirit, not the teachers of the law. I hear me. Some teachers of the law came had come from Jerusalem. Were saying he has Basibol in him. He is the chief of the demons who gives him the power to drive out demons. So now could you see what they believe in? The flying Lord. They believe that the flying Lord has power. So when they saw Jesus casting out demons, immediately they attributed to Basibol. I guess in the revelation. Now they were using it against the ministry of Jesus. That it's only Basibol that this Jesus is using to cast out demons. That is a belief of these people. The flying Lord. Are you getting the mystery? Now let's go to another scripture. Luke 11. 11 15. Verse 15. But some of the people said, Is it Beelzebub, the chief of the demons, who gives him the power to. So, in the realms of the spirits, where the Philistine cause, they see Beelzebub as a chief lord. But some of the people said, Is it Beelzebub, the chief of the demons? Now, you understand when the Lord said, Ba was a male deity as a chief. And Asherah is also the female as a, as, a, as a moon goddess. Can you see? So they refer Basibol as a chief demon. Because they believe it's only Basibol that can do what Jesus was doing. And look at the reply of Jesus. Why don't you clap for Jesus? Matthew 10, 25. You see, I'm trying to let you understand what Goliath was testing David of. Now I'm taking you to the characteristics and the functions. Verse 25. Yeah. So a people should be satisfied to become like his teacher. Is that what? So a people should be satisfied to become like his teacher. Uh-huh. And a slave like his master. And a slave like his master. If the head of the family is called. If the head of the family is called possible. The members of the family will be called even worse names. You see, Jesus. That is the saying of Jesus. He said, listen. He said, if the head of the family is called Bezebub, then the members of the family will be called even worse names. In other words, if the one leading the house cannot see the, the sort of spirit he's using, then how much more those like his reign? I, I can see the mystery here. Now let's go to Matthew 12. Matthew 12, 27. Verse 27. You say that I drive out demons because of he said, You say that I drive out demons because of Beelzebub. Uh-huh. Because Beelzebub gives me power to do so. Can you see? You see the demon that I'm driving out. You are saying it's Beelzebub. That gives me the power to drive out demons. Eh. Listen. Well then, who gives your followers the power to drive them out? Then who gives your followers the power to drive them out? Let's go. What your own followers do proves that you are wrong. What your own followers do prove that you are wrong. 
In other words, if you are following, you cannot see. Then how much more those who are following you? You see, you don't mislead people by yourself. Right? You mislead people by people also who are what? Following you. He told Jesus was using basketball. So I wanted to understand how they rated the flying Lord, the Philistines. Why they worship it? What they feel is a chief demon and is very strong. So even when they see somebody working signs and wonders, they attribute it to what? Basketball. Because it's a flying Lord. We are out in the name of Jesus. Now, the fourth dimension that went to the cause was Dagon. You still remember? Number one, Asherah. Number two, Baal. Number three, Bazibob. And number four, Dagon. Hallelujah. Now, I want God to open your eyes. In the Hebrew translation, the Dagon means a little fish, right? A little fish and a man. That's the Hebrew translation. So you are dealing with something that can operate in the water and still operate on the land. You see what Goliath is using? You are just seeing a chance. Look at his operations and the things that are backing him. And he's so proud about the gods of the Philistine to care somebody with. Why are you not proud about the Jesus that saved you? Why are you not proud about the blood that caused us to have redemption? Why are you not proud about the God that we serve? And remember, the Lord was saying that the Begon was a national icon for the Philistine. So with the Dagon, they built a temple. You see, Asherah, it was just a pole. The graves. Right? The moon goddess. Now Ba, the sun. Right? The sun god. Now, Bazibob, the flying lord. Now, with dragon, a half fish, half human. But that one is a principal worship for the Philistines. So, they built a temple for Dagon. May you build a temple for God. May you build a temple for God. May you build a temple for God. What you believe in, you invest into it. Look at what they believe in. And they were able to build a temple for their gods. So Jesus. Are you getting the mystery? So it was like a national god for the Philistine. Let's go to Judges 16 20. So when you come down, it talks about the body of a fish with the head and the hands of a man. The body of a fish. Right? The hands and the head of a man. Verse 23. The Philistine kings met together to celebrate and offer a great sacrifice to their god, Dagon. They sang, Our God has given us victory over our enemy, Samson. Why are you not rejoicing over the victories God has given to you? Count your blessings and name them one by one. Why are you not rejoicing about what God has done for you? The good things God has done for you and how long the Lord has brought you. How far he has been good to us. They were rejoicing, praising just a monument. 
and they believed with their hearts in that monument. Something that you can carry, but you cannot carry your God. Yeah. Shout Jesus. Why did you clap for Jesus? Now, when God you open your eyes, did you go to the same Genesis 16, 21 to 30? Why? 21 to 30. Verse 21. The Philistines captured him and you put see, his I eyes out. I wanted to out. understand that with the devil, when you are dealing with the devil, right, if you don't take time, you will die with them. They will let you become suicidal. When you lose your purpose, you will die with them. That is how serious they are. Let's go ahead. The Philistines captured him and put his eyes out. You see, when they captured something, the first thing they did, they pluck out his eyes. You know what it means? When there is no vision, the people perish. So the first thing they're going to fight you is your vision. So they pluck out the eyes of Samson. So Samson could not see again. If you don't have a vision, ah, yeah, yeah, you are in trouble. So what the enemy does is to fight your vision and to fight your purpose. So when they caught Samson, the guy was so strong that they had to pluck his eyes. And I was asking myself, when they were plucking out his eyes, where was the strength? So the enemy will first then touch your vision. Because when your vision is accomplished, you put the enemy into trouble. So they will make sure they will block your career, they will block what you are supposed to become so that you cannot be effective. So they took out the eyes of Samson. It will never be your story. It will never be your story. They took him to Gaza, changed him with bronze chains and put him to work grinding at the mill in the prison. You see, while they blocked his eyes, in prison, they took him to a grinding machine. So the eyes that they took out, it doesn't stop something from working. That is how serious these guys are. When you are dealing with your Goliath, I'm just giving you the gods. Why? Verse 22. But his, the, his hair started growing back. 23. The Philistine kings met together to celebrate and offer a great sacrifice to their God. Come on, say a great one. What sort of sacrifice are you offering to God? Is it just a sacrifice or a great one? God is looking for your great sacrifice. Because there was a great sacrifice that they had to bring Jesus to come and save us. Why? They sang, our God has given us victory over our enemy, Samson. Sometimes when you come to church... Because something has not happened to your life, you feel like not praising God. But you have no cause. The life God has given to you is more than everything. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was not frowning. I was not unhappy when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. 24 and 25. They were enjoying themselves and they said, Call Samson and let's make him entertain us. When they brought Samson out of the prison, they made him entertain them and made him stand between the columns. When the people saw him, they sang praise to their God. 
Our God has given us victory over our enemy who devastated our land and killed so many of us. You see, killed so many of us. So the enemy is afraid of you. Child Jesus. Look at us, what a mystery. That's good. Yeah, that's 26. Good. Samson said to the boy who was leading him by the hand, let me touch the columns that hold up the people. Is it somebody was leading Samson? Because the devil, devil knows that you have to take off his eyes. It's when they take off your spiritual eyes, you are done. Anybody can lead you. Can you see? So somebody, a little guy, was leading him. My God. Right. Let me touch the columns that hold up the building. You see, what holds a building is the columns. So Samson understood how to bring down a building. What holds every building is the columns. So when your columns are weak, the building is weak. He said, please direct me to the column. I believe, I'm tempted to believe that the one leading Samson was one of the worshippers of Dagon. Your enemy will lead you. I said they will lead you to open doors. In the name of Jesus. Let me touch the columns that hold up the building. There is a column in your enemy's zone. I said there is a column in your enemy's zone. But before you shake the columns, you must understand that you should be out of the building. Shake the columns when you are in the building. Shake the columns when you are outside the building. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Let me touch the columns that hold up the building. Hey. I want to lean on them. I just want to kneel. Leaning on them. Why don't you kneel on Jesus? Why don't you kneel on the door that gave you the strength? Because your hair started growing. I say your hair will grow back again. Your glory will grow back again in the name of Jesus. That is the strength. The strength started growing, but the vision was not there. So you can grow in strength, but if the vision is not there, you cannot get to anywhere. But when the vision is there, you grow in strength. What a mystery. Are you getting blessed? Go ahead. Verse 27. The building was crowded with men and women. All five Philistine kings were there and were about 300 men and women on the roof watching Samson entertain them. Verse 28. Then Samson prayed, Sovereign Lord, please remember me. Please God, give me my strength just this one time more so that with this one blow I can get even with the Philistines for putting me out my two eyes. Why don't you tell the Lord to restore your vision? When your vision is restored, you are able to see your enemy. But when your vision is not restored, how can you see them? They are fighting you because of the eye, the vision. Look at the prayer he prayed. You will never pray that prayer. You never pray that prayer. You never pray that prayer. Just one. Just this one time more. So that with this one blow, 
I can get even with the Philistines for putting out my two eyes. 29. 29. So Samson took hold of the two middle columns holding up the building. Putting one hand on each column, he pushed against them. Verse 13. And shouted, Let me die with the Philistines. You see, let me die with the Philistines. Let me die. How can you die with the Philistines? When you die with the Philistines, have you fulfilled your purpose? You see, the Philistines' gods, they can work on you. If you don't take time, you will die with your vision. You will die with your dream. They are dream killers and vision killers. Why don't you tell God to restore your eyes? But you say, let me die. Because the environment and the spirit operating there is not conducive. So it has the power to change his mindset. And what happened? And shouted, let me die with the Philistines. He pushed with all his might, and the building fell down on the five kings and everyone else. Samson killed more people at his death than he had killed during his life. You see, you can kill more people in your death because of lack of vision. It's not profitable. What did you achieve? You should have killed more people whilst you are alive to fulfill your purpose. So in other words, you die with your enemy. One of the spirit of Dagon, they will make sure that you die with them. And when you die with them, they have nothing to lose. You are the one who is a loser. Are you getting the mystery here? Now can you see the oppression of Dagon? Let us die here. You remember the Israelites? When they were questioning Moses, right? Why are you taking us from here? Please leave us. Let us live here and die. It will never be your story. It will never be your story. In the name of Jesus. So can you see the behavior of Dagon? Asherah? Baal? Basibah? Dagon. The gods of the Philistines and their Operations. First Samuel 5 1 to 12. First one. After the Philistines captured the covenant box, they carried it from Ebenezer to their city of Ashton. You see, when they captured the covenant box, the ark of the covenant, they carried it from Ebenezer. Ebenezer means the Lord where God helped us. You see, they took it from where God helped. Why? To their city of Ashdod. Verse 2. Took it into the temple of their God. You see, they took it into the temple of their God. They don't fear God. Go ahead. Took it into the temple of their god Dagon and set it up beside his statue. They set it aside beside their statue. The act of the covenant. What cherishes? What God cherishes most? They took it closer to the temple of Dagon by the statue. Why? Verse 3. 
Early the next morning, the people of Ashdod saw that the statue of Dagon had fallen face downward on the ground in front of the Lord's covenant. Books. Watch me. I'm just giving you the tip. Why Goliath had to fall on his face? What you worship, the consequences of what you worship and the outcome of what you worship manifest in your body. The way what you worship died, it manifests in your life. Go ahead. So they lifted it up and put it back to its place. They lifted it up and put it back. Stop on this. Verse 4. Early the following morning, they saw that the statue had again fallen down in front of the covenant box. This time, as I echo my voice, your Goliath will fall down in the name of Jesus. The gods. This time, its head and both its arms were broken off and were lying in the doorway. Only the body was left. Verse 5. That is why even today the priests of Dagon and all his worshippers in Ashdod step over that place and do not walk on it. Why? Verse 6. The Lord punished the, the people of Ashdod severely and terrified them. He punished them and the people in the surrounding territory by causing them to have tumors. Verse 7. Uh-huh. When they saw that what was happening, they said, The God of Israel is punishing us and our God Dagon. We can't let the covenant box stay here any longer. Verse 8. So they sent messengers and called together all five of the Philistine kings and asked them, What shall we do with the covenant box of the God of Israel? Take it over to God. Remember, God, wine press. Can you see? Take it over to Gath, they answered. So they took it to Gath, another Philistine city. Verse 9. But after they had carried it to Gath, the hand of the Lord was against the city, causing an exceedingly great panic at the deaths of, from the plague. For he afflicted the people of the city, both small and great, and tumors of boys broke out on them. Verse 10. So they sent the covenant box to Ekron, another Philistine city. The covenant, the act of the covenant was traveling to every city, every place of their gods. Ekron, you remember the scripture that I read, was linked up to Bazibor. It was linked up to Ba. So they sent the covenant box to Ekron, another Philistine city. But when it arrived there, the people cried out, They have brought the covenant box of God of Israel here in order to kill us all. So again they sent for all the Philistine kings and said, Send the covenant box of Israel back to its own place so that it won't kill us and our families. They must panic throughout the city. There was panic throughout the city because God was punishing them so severely. Verse 12. Even those who did not die developed tumors and the people cried out to their gods for help. As I echo my voice, I want God to open your eyes understanding the reason why 
Goliath had to test David by his gods. So seeing these gods, I want you to know that God is on your side. And victory is ours. And God is with us in the name of Jesus. Be blessed and strengthened in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you were blessed by the word of the Lord. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on plus 27-833-470749. For daily decrees with Bishop, you can follow us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, search for Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide, Miracle Center, and your life will never be the same again.